good morning happy monday it is going to be a great day and i speak it early this monday morning that it is going to be a great week i say that this week that we are going to walk in more wisdom we are going to walk in more discernment we are going to exercise greater self-control not because we want to we want to please anyone else but we want to please god we want to make him an audience of one we are going to go out of our way even on a greater level than we did last week that before we go to say a certain thing before we go to handle something a certain way that we knew brought no good results we are going to stop and say god what would you have me to do what would you have me to say it is not this is a dog eat dog world i'm telling you and you have to be reassured that your foundation is firm and set on nothing more than the word and the promises of Jesus Christ. And as I minister to you, I minister to myself. We have to make sure that the basis of everything that we do, everything that we say is solely based upon the word of Jesus Christ and if it brings him glory. And God asked me a few months ago, he said, if I don't get the glory, what's the point? If God is not getting the glory out of a friendship, out of a relationship, you being on a job, I don't care if you've been there 20 years. If God has not gotten the glory out of you being in that particular place, what is the point? Because we have to be, we have to make it up in our minds that my life I live is for Jesus Christ. We have to make it up in our minds that we don't care what our relatives say. We don't care what our significant others say. We have to decide in our minds, in our hearts, that I'm living my life for Jesus Christ. That means that you can't be swayed because you're the only one at the church uh, function, at the three o'clock program that's not on board with the mess and the, the drama and the extraness that the church has brought into the body of Christ. You have to make it up in your mind that if you're the only one at the family function that doesn't laugh at stuff that we used to laugh at and you know that we're laughing at something that's bringing death to a person, you have to make it up in your mind that you're no longer going to, I'm just going to get on board with what everybody else is doing. And this whole time, God has been looking at us saying, I've been waiting on you to get in line. Yeah, I know that you say that I'm your God. I know that you say you believe in me, but you can say one thing, but you can do something else. I am in a place in my life where I'm really beginning to understand and ask God to show me what living for him really means, what holiness really means. And it's not walking around with a skirt, a dress down to your ankles, with tennis shoe socks and boots and a shirt up to up up your neck and nobody can hardly see your hands because you got them covered in lace gloves. It's not about that. It is not about that. Well, Keisha, what is it about then? It is 
first about making a choice that you are going to do what God says. You're not going to fall prey to these celebrities that are telling us that the Bible was written to keep the black man down, huh? One thing that we have always had, those of us who are African-American, who that you're listening to me, God loves all colors, but I am a African-American female. I got a little mix off in there, but I am, I am more African-American than I am anything. And one thing that we have always had, if nothing else, was God was a hope that if we get down on our knees, like I used to see my grandmother do, and we pray, we we got up believing that God was going to fix it. And she used to say, now I pray, now I'm going to wait and I'm going to see what God's going to do. That is the one thing we've always had. But now we've gotten a little bit more educated. Now we can watch a little bit more TV. You know, now God has, because he's the one who raises people up. And he's the one that can sit people down. And people in Hollywood have gotten to the place to where, oh, I guess, you know, I think I really don't need to believe this part of the Bible. I really don't believe that, you know, God said that God put his hand on this part of the Bible. They're saying in so many words, God, God, his word is inspired by him. The word of God is the inspired word of God. And you have to choose to believe every word in that Bible. I don't care what you've been going through for the last 10 years. And you feel like God hadn't been there. So now you want to doubt the, the word of God. You better believe every word that's in that Bible. No matter what you're going through. So I want to tell you today that we have to make our minds up who we're going to live for. Well, Keisha, it's hard because, you know, my loved ones, you know, they don't think that I'm really real. You know, my loved ones, they really don't believe that, you know, I'm living for Christ. They really don't, you know, they don't give me the respect that I need and I deserve. Let me tell you something. You better move past that real quick. You better move past that really quick because you don't, It time is winding down and how you used to see people do things year after year after year after year you used to see you know your uncle have an affair with the lady around the corner and he did this all the while you were growing up and never nothing was ever done about it your aunt just took it well let me tell you god is not allowing people to get away with that kind of stuff anymore like he used to well keisha how do you know first of all i know because my spirit bears witness to what god is saying I have a relationship with him. I have a, a, a prayer life with him that is so strong that I can hear from him. And then second of all, I believe it because it's all, I see it. I see it. And God is proving his point. There are people that are dying left and right. And it's not just older people anymore. It's the younger generation. And I plead the blood over all of my nieces and all of my nephews because they're so broken and they're so hurt and 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 they need their their mental is messed up, they're emotionally messed up, they're damaged. Well, Keisha, why? You want to know the answer why? Because it goes back to the parents. It goes back to the parents, and it's helping me to raise my son. At just a little bit of a different level because people don't go through things for us to see it and then we say well so-and-so went through that and you know well you know nobody can't say anything to me 
If you saw somebody go through something that caused them so much heartache and pain, why would you then turn around and say, well, they went through with it. Well, you know, in, in your mind, you're really saying, well, it, it's okay. Just leave me alone. No, God allowed you to see that person go through that thing so that you would not have to. Yes, I lived a life of fornication. So the people around me, the people in my circle, people that know me, that I live that life and it turned out to be nothing good. Why would you then say, well, Keisha, you know, you lived it and you turned out to be. No, don't stop that. Because I paid dearly for that. So you should then say, I'm not going to make the mistakes that Keisha made. I'm not going to push the envelope like Keisha did. No, God, I thank you for allowing me to see her life. So I'm going to I'm going to take heed to that. I'm going to take that as a warning. And I'm not going to live that life. But what do we do? What do we do? The first thing we say is nobody can say nothing to me. Everybody got sin. Nobody can say nothing to me because you did it too. Nobody can't say nothing to me because I can read the word just like you. I can watch TBN just like you. And at that particular point we are living in ignorance. We are being foolish. Because God has set an example before you of how not to live. But we're so stubborn and we don't want to be pulled to the carpet that we take that position and we end up going through years of suffering. And you may say, well, I'm not suffering because I'm living my best life. Yeah, you're living your best life because you're looking at materialistic things. You're looking at your job. You're looking at your status. You're looking at where you can go and what you can do. But God, he's sitting back looking, saying, well, when are you going to seek me and ask me for the plan for your life? It's not just about what expensive purse you can buy or what doors you can walk through. It's not about any of that. It is about you sincerely seeking the Lord's face and asking him, God, what would you have me to do? I'm not going to do what I've seen everybody else do, God, because you have something different and you have something greater for me. So this morning, I guess what I'm just trying to say is we need to hurry up and make our minds up because this is now the time of judgment. This is now the time of judgment. This is now the time of judgment. And when you hear the Lord's voice, which is going to come through Christian radio, is going to come through whatever you listen to that is that is godly, that's spiritual, that's given the word of God, when or a person. We always want to say, well, you can't tell me nothing. Who do you think God uses to give his word but people? But we don't like the vessel that God uses. Well, I remember when she did so-and-so. Well, I remember when he said so-and-so. Or God may use somebody that you know ain't living right. But if that person is telling you the truth, you grit your teeth and you say, yes, I know. I don't like who God sent. I don't like even if the person brought themselves. But I know that what they're saying is true and I need to get right with God. You better grit your teeth and you better take it. Because God says that he will have no other God before him. And there is a day of judgment and there is a day of reckoning. There is a day when God is going to stand up and say, okay, I've allowed you to live this way long enough. I've given you every opportunity, but you played with time 
and you thought that time was on your side. And when I sent that person to speak to you, you didn't want to listen. There is something in every person's life under the sound of my voice, under my voice, that God has used me to give you this word. There is something in your life and there is something in my life that we need to be delivered from that does not bring God glory. You have not arrived and I have not arrived to where we can say we have a flawless life. So surrender your life to Christ today, your whole life. Not just the part that you want to give to him, but your whole life. Surrender it to him. Pass this podcast to two people that you know need a word of encouragement, that need to get a fire lit up under them. Because the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Now, if you don't care about eternal life, then you can just go on and erase this message and you can just bypass it. But God is a loving God, but he's also also a God that chastises us. And he's also a God that he lets the good and the bad mix together. The wheat and the tares grow together. And then he separates. So this is all good news because God loves you enough to use people. And I'm so humbled that God would use me to speak life, his life. It ain't my life. It ain't my word. It's his word. I love you guys. Pray fervently today. Pray effectually today. And until next time, I love you. Bye-bye.